selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Do We Know Them? Episode 56. We are joining you on time hopefully, because we did miss our last episode that was supposed to go up on, what day is today? Oh, on Monday. It was supposed to go up on Monday. I was going to say, I don't know. We have been going through it, girlies. It's been, I, I don't want to get into it because in our next episode, you will will go into depth of why we weren't there. But basically, we had major technical issues. We had an interview with Johnny, who's Colleen Ballinger's ex-assistant planned, and we lost the whole thing. It was, it was, like, was not planned. horrible. It happened. It happened. Yeah, it Twice. happened. We lost all of the footage of it. It was so tragic, um, but he was so gracious in uh, granting us another interview, and we have that recorded, confirmed, and that will be out on Monday. So yeah, oh my God, this has been a journey. You know, did you... You're not on Twitter, so you wouldn't have seen this, but um, people had some theories of why the Zoom recording didn't record. What are their theories? That someone cursed us. Oh, they sound like my mom. My mom thinks anything bad that happens to us is because like somebody put a genuine curse on us. Well, it just might start with a J and end with an N. Oh my God. (laughs) No, honestly, it's become so funny because literally I'll say it on Twitter a lot just because I think it's funny, but everyone else, uh, like I'm glad it's become this inside joke with like a lot of us, I feel like. It's not like a couple people do it. It's like, oh my God, she just surfaced. We can't go into depth because we vowed not to cover her on this podcast but if you want to be in on the inside joke go to lily's twitter and figure it out and um also it's her fault but that being said we have two topics for you today and our main one is pearl let's just drop the bomb i mean honestly and it's lily's fault it is but you guys i'm not gonna lie it's very early in the morning when we're filming this and um i maybe haven't slept so i can't guarantee if the video is what i think (laughs) Oh, Lord. I did. But um, if I am not too delirious, it's going to be hilarious. Um, I did a compilation that is basically Pearl having Nick Fuentes on her show. But there's clips from two times that he's been on the show because she's in different outfits. They've collabed quite a bit as of late. Are we going to get demonetized by Nick Fuentes again? I don't think 
so, but I, I also swear to put God. everything in 150% speed. I adjusted the pitch so they're not like chipmunks, so it, it should be fine. So it's the stuff with him. Then she did this interview with these other two guys that just call her out on all of her bullshit about that interview because right before she did it, she had released an apology, but then during this interview, totally backtracks. And I didn't know any of that until I was pulling the stuff from the last episode we did. It was so insane to see her like seemingly really, really genuinely apologizing, being like, it was stupid. Like I've never heard her be so like- Apologetic. Like sound <laughs> like normal, yeah. And she like talks about there's no place for racism and all this, says all this stuff. And then she goes and does this interview. And it's like a different person. And then I also um, cut in the uh, Ethan part. Did you see any of the clips? Of her singing? No, actually, but we should watch that afterwards. I meant from <laughs> the debate. No. There's a portion which ties into, they mention it in the other interview, so I, that's, I cut it all together. Uh, oh, period. Match so up. we got a little compilation to, to react to. And guys, it is a roller coaster. Okay, well, we have that. <laughs> that's our main topic. Um, because honestly... It's, she does get under my skin, but it's a little bit fun to clown on her a little bit. And then our first topic, which I guess we could just get into. God, I always feel like I, I mess up her name. BB Rexha. Oh no, I said it wrong. I think it's just BB Rexha. I think it's like a silent H. Did you uh -oh. say Rexha? Of course. <laughs> As it was coming out of my mouth, I was like, no. I can't lie. I did not dive into this story. I just remember you sending me a picture of BB Rexa with a bruise on her eye and saying someone threw a phone at her. Did you see that? You didn't watch the video? I didn't see the clip. No. It kind of works out that I'm always playing Fortnite when you're texting me topics because then I react to them on the show. <laughs> So trigger warning, maybe, I don't know. Cause it's just like, fuck. I feel like they, they have as many safety precautions at concerts as they possibly can. Well, not really as they possibly can, but like they limit the amount of stuff you're allowed to bring in, but they can't like not let you bring your phone in. Because I also feel like most people would assume like, why would you want to like- Why would you pay money to go somewhere to assault someone? And then you have no phone. Oh, <laughs> true. It's one thing if they like hand it to the person and they like take a video or selfie or something. And I've seen them like kind of toss it on stage and stuff. And even that's frowned upon. This is like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Then you read the article. I haven't read the full article, but I saw the headline of the guy because they did um, arrest him. I'm not going to play any music because I feel like it'll get copywritten. But okay. Are you ready? It's only eight seconds. Ooh. Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh. Oh, shit. Like it fucking nails her. Well, there's no way that didn't cause excruciating pain. Cause like, you know, when you drop your phone on your face yes. when you're in bed, it's so painful for no reason. Cause it's like one centimeter away from your face. But this, it's a projectile. These things are like bricks. They're really fucking heavy. I mean, I'm like I've never, I've never been punched or anything. Like you said, even when you drop your phone on your face, I feel like your face and like your nose, especially, it's such a different pain. Like it's a really weird, like, I don't know, the sensation I feel like is just really overwhelming and different. And like to be performing and have someone do that, it just doesn't make sense. I think this could have easily, uh, like broken something in oh, her face. Well, so then again, trigger warning, cause this is pretty, I mean, it's not like her eyeballs falling out or something, but it's pretty brutal. Oh my God. Look at that. Like, so, and she had to get Damn. stitches. She had to get stitches? Yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised. Like, look at that. Like that's heavy. That's like almost as big as my head. Read this fucking 
tweet. Exactly. This is the only thing I've read. So let's read the actual article and get really pissed off so we can warm up for Pearl. Oh my God. Why are people like this? First of all, this is him. Oh, interesting. (laughs) P.S. Where the fuck did Pop Crave and Pop Base come from? Because I feel like now they're just like constantly... I mean, you won't, you're never on Twitter, so never mind. This is irrelevant to you. Yeah, I'm like, mm-hmm. you're like, who's that? <laughs> so Pop Base tweeted out the picture of like her injury and then the guy that did it, who is giving like a creepy little smirk in the picture. And it says, the man who threw the phone at BB Rex, <laughs> I'm never going to be able to see that again. And <laughs> the man who threw the phone at BB Rex Hall admits he purposely trying to hit her because he thought it, quote, would be funny. It literally says he not only confessed to throwing the phone, he also stated, I was trying to see if I could hit her with the phone at the end of the show because it would be funny. Oh. And it seemed like, I I mean, I don't know if it was like one of those concert halls that are two tiers or like have two floors, but it seemed like it came down at an angle at her, which is like even oh, crazier. Oh, like if like, it has he that, threw like, it from like an orchestra. Yeah. Something. So his name is Nicolas Malvagna and he was taken into custody. So he's been charged with two counts of assault in the third degree, one count of harassment in the second degree, one count of aggravated harassment in the second degree and one count of attempted assault in the third degree. Is that funny? Nicholas, is that funny? I wish that there was video like right after he did it because I genuinely want to know. I imagine the fans around were probably horrified and he was probably so like, I did it. I hit her. I feel like people maybe wouldn't have even noticed. Oh, you think? Oh, yeah. I mean, it depends, I guess, on like the environment, but it's like if people's like phone, their hands are up with their phones anyway. I was going to say, I'm glad they caught him, but of course they did. He threw his phone, which is like the single most trackable thing. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you thought it'd be funny to not only injure someone, but then also then like lose your phone. Like, yeah. And then be arrested. Like, what was the good part of this for you? People are so fucking weird. It's like that. Uh, What's that guy? the prankster that we fought like we mizzy mizzy right the one we talked about it's that kind of like phenomenon of people who like that weird ass fucking attention why the fuck would that be funny i can't even ask a grocery store worker to tell me where something is how do you get to this point in life literally i'm so confused that's have you ever seen the um the tweets or the i've seen it as memes across all social media so not limited to twitter but um where it's like if i go to the gas station and it says see attendant I'm leaving. Oh, yeah. Like, no. I'm going I'm to the next gas station. Gas That's a cute home. joke. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I I just don't get how people get to this point. And of course, it stopped the concert. Yeah, it's saying that it, it like after that, she ended the concert. Of course. I mean. No shit. Oh, oh my, my God. Dude, that is so funny fucked your face bruises so badly too i mean her entire left side of her face is completely swollen and cut and bruised i hope he goes to jail for quite a while it's one thing to get hit and go through all this pain but to know that the person who did it just did it for like funsies that's actually insane the rolling stone article that we had pulled up goes on to talk about how the incident is just the latest in a dangerous trend of concert goers throwing objects at stars and also i don't think that's a new thing it mentions that someone last known November through Skittles on stage at a Harry Styles concert and he got hit in the eye. It's literally like, what the fuck are you thinking throwing Skittles? He could trip and fall. Like, it's like, it seems like this weird ploy to get their attention, but it's not gonna be in the way that you want. This isn't like you throwing your bras and panties or something like how people do, you know what I mean? It's weird if they want positive attention by doing something negative to someone that they liked enough to pay to go to their show. Like, it's such a weird dichotomy, I don't understand. Do they think they're gonna be like, oh my God, now that I noticed you let's 
be friends like after you literally got beamed in the face like I don't know what they want out of it other than just maybe attention and now like is BB ever gonna want to perform again because I sure as I fuck was gonna wouldn't say. like I'd be like literally like have a like a shield around me at all times and I mean props to her for even posting the pictures of it because I would I don't even know if I would do that just because he seems like the weird kind of person that would get like satisfied you know how serial killers keep up with their crimes like he seems like he'd be into it because that's what you wanted yeah well and I, I don't think most people are out there like thinking that maybe one day they'll throw a phone on stage and hit someone but like I don't think that's a common goal of people but maybe it's even to show people like Hey, because I know like water bottles even are dangerous. And especially like you said, if there's different levels, even something like a Skittle, like if you hit someone in the right spot or if you're high enough up and it gains enough, like water bottles can hurt. I was in Cancun, Mexico as a like 13 year old and me and my cousin were throwing back a water bottle in the pool, like just to play catch. And he beamed me in the forehead and there was a pool of blood in the, in the, like literally it cracked open my head. Oh my God. It was insane and it was just a water bottle and like just the perfect angle that it hits you or like doesn't yeah. like if you drop a penny off like the empire state building or something doesn't it i think it could kill you because it oh. gets fast enough. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. I might have made that up. No, but it, like that's such a thing. It's like if you're in a building throwing something out a window, like it's so dangerous because something even tiny can really impact. Yeah, Ooh. I think this is so dumb. Don't do this. Um, needless to say, do we need to tell you guys? I don't think so. You're right. It does give Mizzy vibes for sure. My heart goes out to BB. She was. She took it like a champ. That's how you could tell it really hurts too. Is like it hits her and she kind of like it, it takes Collapses. a second. For it to like yeah. really like soak in and then she just, oh my God. Have you seen a side note and not a topic we need to get into, but I did do an evergreen like listicle video. I used to write them for Clever. I wasn't usually hosting them. I did sometimes and I got really mean comments. So then I stopped. But um, <laughs> I did one about uh, Celebrity Falls on stage. Pink had like a really gnarly one where she like, cause she does all the aerial stuff and she like slammed into the ground. But I will never forget Beyonce gets her hair caught in a fan and she fan. keeps singing. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, oh my God, of course, of course you are. Yeah, I remember that video, it went viral. And you see people all the time, they'll fall on stage and just keep singing even though they're like down below. Or like I know like Billie Eilish has performed with like a broken leg before and Yeah, I've but this is like, I mean, this is fucked. And in the head? Yeah, actually, come to think of it, he could have hit her in a spot. You know how, like, there's certain parts of your head that if you hit, it's, like, lights out and you're done? Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, she probably is not going to want to be on stage anytime soon. And I'm really sad for her. Wow, that's crazy. People suck. Speaking of people sucking, Pearl. <laughs> but not our sponsor, MD Hair. Well, before we move on to talk about my favorite person ever, like maybe we should just end the episode now. <laughs> before we move on to Pearl, we do have a word from our sponsor, someone we do like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much once again to MD Hair for sponsoring this podcast. If you're unfamiliar, MD Hair is the world's first medical grade hair growth treatment customized to the exact cause and type of hair loss. And the website, uses a quiz and a scalp picture analysis, so then you can customize each kit. 
Yes, very scientific. And speaking of science, it is clinically proven and it is a customized hair growth treatment developed by dermatologists, which you get 24 seven ability to chat to and they can fine tune your formula, which I think is really cool. That's like a really good perk. I know. <laughs> I have had really good experience with their products. I mean, I don't have to ask Lily to, you know, Photoshop my bald spots out anymore. So I would say it's working. I've been using it for a couple months now. I like the formula, but the smell is like a spa, you know, that like spa smell, kind of like not minty, but like just very soothing and I really like it. My favorite thing that they have is the hair serum because all the hair serums I've tried have been like super oily and kind of like leave a film in your scalp. This one like kind of absorbs right away and doesn't make your hair greasy. I just literally can put it on in the morning and you won't tell that I have it on. So I've been putting it on every day and I think it's helping. And last time we discussed it, I feel like hair loss supplements and hair loss like treatments in general are usually much more geared towards men. So it's nice to have this because it does like your custom analysis and it really just, it doesn't matter man, woman, whoever. And it's not even just for people with hair loss. Like if you just want thicker, healthier hair, those supplements have like biotin, a ton of good ingredients that are really great for your hair, even your nails and stuff. So honestly, it could be for anybody. I could have really used it after I dyed my hair like eight different colors in a year. <laughs> and if you guys wanna try out MD Hair for yourself, they are offering an insane promo of 70% off your first monthly kit with full size products if you use our link and our promo code, which is do we know 70 That feels like a Black Friday sale. I know right? It's like 100% off. Wow. Again, that code is do we know 70 and the link is in the description. Thank you so much once again to MD Hair for being an amazing sponsor of this podcast. So Pearl, uh, our final topic, like we said in the beginning, Lily was hard at work at this compilation that we're going to react to because it really is also disjointed and like she is such a hot mess all over the internet. So thank you for congregating all of those clips together. So that's the thing is why it took, I was like running late this morning and Jesse kept being like, hey, what, what time are you gonna, <laughs> are you gonna shoot yet? And I'm like, fuck it. I like literally I'm look, like look at the clock. I'm like, I'm going as fast as I can. The problem was that all of these clips are so hard to find because they're either not allowed on YouTube because Nick Fuentes or Pearl deleted the original episode. I think she has a rumble and I eventually found it on there, but I even think that was like not really her account. So there's they're re-uploaded everywhere, but my main problem was what we always complain about when there's just like someone's head in it like all the TikToks or like really obnoxious captions. So I was obviously going above and beyond to find the actual videos. So then we didn't have to look at all that. And I think I found all of them. Period. Okay. Well, I'm excited. Let's, uh, let's see Lily's masterpiece. You had a guy called Nick Fuentes. Oh yeah. Interview. Yeah. Nick. <laughs> yeah. But you had him on. The reasoning behind having Nick Fuentes on. Um, so I was more just curious why this man was banned on everything. Now I did know that he was known, a known racist. I did know he was a known sexist. I did know that basically every bad name in the book from the right and the left, everyone hated him. So um, the reason I had him on was because guys, people say that stuff about me. They say I'm sexist. They say I'm a misogynist. And you know, I really just like to give people the benefit of the doubt. I will say I, um, I did not find Nick to be racist. Uh, my staff actually did not find him to be racist. I wish you luck. And you know, I don't. Well, I really don't. I, I don't. I don't wish luck to racist. Oh, I'm not racist. Uh, yes, you are. Yes, yeah, I am a little bit yeah, racist, but... He was talking to an Italian girl next to you mm -hmm. and saying that she shouldn't have a black boyfriend. And she's dating someone that is black. Um, and he would say openly racist comments to her. Now, I... And um, the Italians, we do not claim you. Oh, oh, hey, the Italians don't claim you. Wait, yeah, I was like, I need to give some, I want to give you some context. That interview she's doing where she's like, me and none of my staff found him to be racist. That interview is after her apology. 
So she is saying he said racist things to the girl next to me. And then a few days later did this interview and said, me and my staff didn't find him to be racist at all. Okay, so she had him on. She had an Italian girl there. I don't know why it's important that she's Italian, but okay. Mm -hmm. And she said that she had a black boyfriend to which Nick said you shouldn't have one, something like that. There's another clip that it'll go to in a second that is the end of his soundbite for that. But he makes a racist comment, in other words, to her. Yes. Then she gets reamed for having him on and allowing him to say racist shit on her podcast so she apologizes for that profusely profusely seemingly genuinely question mark is she capable of genuine apologies and get ready when you hear especially about that specific interaction because she even references that she was in a biracial relationship sitting next to nick fuentes on an interview after that apology just says he's not racist which number one girl We're not asking you if he's racist. We're telling you. Like, it's not a question. And I even referenced it the last time we talked about her because I said she did this interview and I didn't, I hadn't seen the apology. So seeing that is just like, what? Like, where did the 180 come from? But she answers that question and she goes, or she doesn't answer it. She just volunteers the information. She goes, me and my staff didn't find him to be racist at all. And I was like, yeah, Pearl, because you are white. He wasn't racist towards you, Pearl? She does have black employees, I guess. But also, you did think he was racist because you just had said it in your apology a few days earlier. I would love to know how her staff actually feels. Because if they were sitting through him being racist openly on their set, like, I can't imagine how uncomfortable that made them feel. I didn't really understand the context. He was on her show for, like, it's over three hours. That's why it was also so hard to find everything because it wasn't all just, like, right together. It was, like... They'd revisit things. I guess there was also some comment she made where she refers to her employees as her Africans. It's too early for this bullshit. I know, I know. I was like, I don't even know. And I really don't know much of the context around that one. And she explains it somehow. And uh, I think, how's she going to explain that, Lily? I think that they act, some of them actually are literally from Africa. It's that she referred to my Africans. I don't know the full story, but oh, it was just fucking weird. So she addresses that and it's... It's really awkward because she has to address multiple racism things. Also, while starting her apology off by saying, well, why did I have him on when I knew he was this, 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 and this, and like list every bad thing? Yeah, why, why did you? Because then later in the apology, she's like, hindsight is twenty twenty. No, you had foresight on this. What are you talking about? Well, and hindsight obviously isn't twenty twenty if you backtracked on that. But what she's saying and, and why she thinks that way is because shit people attract shit people. And she gets called a lot of things because she is them. And she doesn't like that. So she teams up with other people. It's like Kanye West teamed up with Nick Fuentes because everybody calls Kanye West every name in the book. So I feel like they just get this like canceled group together and they're like being canceled. They bond over being like the underdogs that everyone hates, that everyone wants to cancel and the Matrix is coming after. There's a few more clips that it's like, sometimes maybe she looked slightly uncomfortable. Like even he starts off the whole thing talking about Putin and how he's like a supporter of Putin. And she like thinks he's kidding. Oh, so Girl, she's just no. Dumb. No, yeah, like, yeah, he actually is a white supremacist. Like, he's actually bad. People aren't just saying that. Then it seemed like she realized it in the apology. But then this interview is the weirdest shit. And the sound bites from it that are going to keep coming are oh my gold. Because the guys don't let up either. They, like, press her a lot on it. You're the one dating a black guy. The Italians don't claim me. They don't claim you. I should have pushed back on that. Like, I- I've been in an interracial relationship. So he he doesn't believe in... See, I don't really want to go into, like, the race mixing stuff yeah. too much. No, but, but you just said he wasn't being racist. And I watched him be racist on your show. 
Italian guys, yeah. Italian Tell them Italian guys about your affinity for black guys. That'll go over real well. <laughs> oh my God, he thinks he's hilarious. Oh, he, the little cackle that he <laughs> lets out. So she then will like totally try and like pretend like he wasn't even again. She just admitted it a few days before. And also he says in it, there's clips that he, oh, because the girl he was talking to calls him a racist. And then he says this. But what I'm getting Do you think to... it's racist to like, I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. Do you think it's Go. racist? Like if I'm Irish and I say, I want to date someone that's Irish. Do you think that's racist? No, but if I say to you, you're Irish, therefore you shouldn't date a black man. That is racist. Yeah. <laughs> If you're Irish and because when he spoke about it on the show, it was more about culture than race. Mm. I love how she her go to and I, I mentioned it in our last Pearl episode, but she just she just looks up at the ceiling like if somebody wrote the answers on it. It's so funny. Literally, that one kills me because she also plays dumb with like he presents a very like not complicated rebuttal to that. And she's like, if a button as if she's doing like a math equation, she just like acts like he's asking her the most complicated question and then claims that no, Nick Fuentes actually doesn't care about race. He was talking about culture. Yeah, I mean, I, I was just listening to him. Yeah. And I think you're allowed to listen to people that you might not agree with. And I think as women, we're more agreeable than men. So a lot of times you might take it as me agreeing, um, but no, I didn't. But you did say, so it's kind of like slavery has been embellished. I was talking about how people use atrocities to control people. Like, I really don't have an excuse. It was just stupid. He's a racist, mm -hmm. uh, Holocaust-denying piece of shit as far as I'm concerned. Your argument was the Holocaust was not special and all countries have done that. Yeah, And exactly. so you're saying, why is the Holocaust special? Yeah, basically. Oh. What do you mean, basically? Can we talk about the pause she gives him? She's, oh. As if he just made a really good point. And women are more agreeable than men. Have you ever met me? I am the least agreeable fucking person. Well, I mean, she picks whatever trait she needs to to fit the agenda. Right. It's just, I'm a little woman. Uh, what was I supposed to do? Stand up to big man? But, oh my God, I just couldn't. I was like, why do you always have to bring it back to that? And even her, like, I was a deer in headlights. No, no, you weren't. You're kind of just like sitting there like, ha ah. Yeah, she actually seems like giddy. Maybe she has a crush on him or something, but she like actually seems giddy. Honestly, I got the same vibes from this interview specifically, because yeah. this is a different one than the one where he was being an ass to the Italian girl, which again, I'm like, so you had him on multiple times? Like, I don't know which one was first, but this is the one where she says that slavery was embellished and Ethan presses her on it and she ends up leaving the debate. Oh, period. She like rage quits because she doesn't want to answer his question. Well, yeah, I mean, because of course, you know, we're getting into the details of it, but yeah, that's that's the that's the gist. Yeah, I mean, it, but you kind of deny it happened. Yeah, I deny you, some of the you, parts of you it. You deny parts of it don't seem realistic to you. You right. think they're embellished upon? I think they're embellished. Yeah. The same way. This sounds. Oh gosh. Oh boy. Ah, they're gonna, gonna get this sounds, this sounds similar to the slavery stuff too, because that's that's literally they they the founder of, or the guy who made Roots said I wanted a myth for my people to live by. So they often, but that's what they do is they embellish. And I'm not trying to say it wasn't horrible. It was. Right. But they want to make it like more horrible. So do you agree with that premise that slavery was embellished or no? Uh, to say that it, it wasn't, that, that it was embellished is, oh gosh, so stupid. So stupid, insensitive. Um, I think that there are parts that are under-embellished and there are parts that are over-embellished. Depends That's what we're so talking interesting. About. I've got to know what was over-embellished about slavery. There's like one example. I'm dying to know. So then this Ethan interview is after all of that. Again, sorry, I know. Like, That's what I was so about to you say. went and said on your apology that it was insensitive and you look very, like she looked, that did seem genuine. Then to go on both of these interview shows and say the opposite, like what's going on? Let me see what she says to Ethan. I can't. Yeah, I just, I just rather, I mean, I was talking about a book that I read and I think to understand the context, you'd have to read the book. But you just said some parts were embellished, some parts were under embellished. <laughs> I, I just think Are I'm, you retracting that? I just, I, I'd really just rather not. 
I won't talk about instances of like slaves traveling across states. Like when they initially freed the slaves, there were some slaves that felt so indebted to their owners that they would travel across states to pay them back. And they actually had a really good relationship yeah. with them. But they act like that wasn't possible. And I, it was still wrong. It wasn't a good institution. Right. But they don't talk about like the more nuanced things that happened in slavery. And the more nuanced things that happened in slavery? Pearl, do you know the definition of Stockholm Syndrome? I can't. It bothers me so much because it's always, and I know people are gonna get real riled up when I say this, but it's always white people, always, who just have to keep talking about shit they don't understand. There's no shame in if you don't know about something, just not talking. For her to have said that so many times, and when she's finally confronted with like, well, what do you mean by that? She cannot answer it is so unfathomably insane. No, but here's the thing. She can answer it. And that's why I cut it like that because it's Ethan asking over and over again, like, just give me one example. But she doesn't want to because she knows he's not gonna agree with the example. She said that this whole interview or debate was like baiting her. Was that the word she used? It was gonna be a trap. I think even he asked at one point, he's like, what do you mean? Like, how is a debate a trap? Like just debate. Well, it's the same with like Fresh and Fit and like all of those people where the only way that they can operate effectively is being surrounded by people that number one, like when they have really smart women on their show that call them out and like don't let down, they like will cut their mic and shit. You know, like that's how they react to people who know better and can speak on something that they can't speak on. And like, she can't do that with Ethan because he has no shame in like pressing her. Like literally Pearl cannot hold her own at all. Like she can't have a debate. She's like terrified. I said to you before, I was like, genuinely? And I'm not being like, oh, I hate Pearl. She used to, I have never once, not even like a full debate. Like she really killed that entire 30 minute. I mean, I'm not watching 30 minute videos of Pearl, but it's like, I haven't even seen her win a single thought. Nothing that comes out of her mouth ever has any legs to stand on at all. But I think it's hilarious because she is like so unengaged and does not answer Ethan at all. But then it'll cut back to her talking to Nick Puentes and she's just blabbing away about slavery and all the nuances. Well, that there's Pearl... nothing that she could say that Nick would look at her and be like, uh, unless she was like, racism is bad, then he would press her on it. There's really no shitty thought that she could put out there that Nick Fuentes is gonna make her feel bad about. So she just felt real open and-, and 100%, safe her safe absolutely. Space. And I don't know if this actually was the case, but I felt like I picked up a lot on he even could tell she's done. Like she would say stuff and he'd kind of be like, uh-huh, yeah, like, and just like go along with it. You know it's bad when Nick Fuentes is like, what the fuck are you talking about? But the about? thing is, it's like, I wouldn't say Nick Fuentes is stupid. I think he's just a horrible person. Let's continue. There's uh, about a minute and a half left. Yeah, I just, I just rather, I mean, I was talking about a book that I read and I think to understand the context, you'd have to read the book. You just said some parts were embellished, some parts were under embellished. I, I just think- Are you retracting that? I just, I, I'd really just rather not. Like, I forgot what founding father, but they were talking about how he, really um like he inherited slaves and he actually had a really good relationship with them he didn't make any money off the farm but it was like if he freed them they would all what would they do right and so he, he kind of looked at it as i have to take care of them and he wasn't even making money off of the farm you did say i am a bit racist even in that and in fact in your apology you said that he said racist thing um so again racism has no place in society and i do take accountability for bringing him on hindsight's always 2020. he did a panel and he spoke about his opinions on race mixing and a lot of people agreed with him okay but that doesn't change whether it's racist or not right i'd really just rather not okay no, but slavery being embellished, that's so interesting. I don't yeah. know how you embellish there it. Certain, there are certain facts that we're not allowed to talk about. Uh, to say that it, it wasn't, that, that it was embellished is, oh gosh, so stupid. So stupid, insensitive. I, I just, I genuinely want to know how it was embellished. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What can't we?
I was quoting a book. P.S. That wasn't me reusing the same clip. She said that twice. I'd rather not. <laughs> That's the crazy part. I was quoting a book. So, so do you agree like, with that shit statement, though? Um, do I think overall it was embellished? Some parts, sure. There it is. Which parts? Some parts. No, please tell me which parts. I think, tell me. I think that you can't... I think that certain slaves had good relationships with their owners. Not all. Maybe not most. But I think some did. And that just... Uh, and, that, and, and there are accounts of there are accounts of them saying this. So, some slaves had good relationships with their masters. Therefore, and, slavery and was embellished? Culture, you, know, you know how this is going to go for me. Like, I don't know why you're doing this. You, you know I can't have this conversation without them painting in a certain way. Well, just own it then. Just do it. Just say what you want. Yeah, you know what I mean? Just, right. just be red-pilled about it. He's a racist, uh, Holocaust-denying piece of shit as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. But uh, he was really polite. He showed up on time. I edited it to be that. She didn't actually say that right after that, but... I thought it was funny. <laughs> oh, got you. I was like, did he? Did you really fucking answer that? Okay. So no, no. Did. I did edit this. Oh, I, I didn't like manipulate everything she said, but uh, that ending was not real. What's really frustrating about Pearl is she's a particular breed of grifter, and that's the grifter with no balls. She doesn't really know anything well enough to feel confident in her shitty takes. So when she's pressed about it, like if you press Nick Fuentes, of course he's a racist. Homophobic, I mean, just every phobic in the book, but at least he can just say why he thinks those shitty things. It's not that I even want to hear it. I don't really want to hear the man talk at all. But like, she can't even be pressed for one second because she doesn't know why she thinks the things she thinks. She just says them for attention. And you know what? I actually am realizing right now. Cause with them too, she's like, she doesn't want to talk about it. And also she throws out a few times in this interview that she's going to make a statement soon and a video is going to come out soon. So look out for that. That's when she's going to talk about it. At what point do people just realize that everything you say is full of shit when you say one thing then you apologize then you go back and, and like and it wasn't like she kind of changed her opinion it was like literally two different people like what was that it's clear that both with ethan and these two guys who were pressing her and she knows that are not going to be on the same side as her and she doesn't have the arguments to back it up more than being like i quoted this book and then she doesn't know anything else about the book i then think about the fact that the times she is more like sassy and throwing out her weird bullshit like women are happier if they get married as virgins and like weird shit like that where it's just like huh she's only doing that when she's in those groups with all those red pill guys she'll say the first thing and then they take over because she's stupid i find it so funny that she's like the crazy part is I was quoting a book. I'm like, first of all, you were talking about it in such a casual way. Usually when people are quoting something, you're like, oh, I just read this book that says this. You were saying it like, oh, by the way, slavery is definitely embellished. Like, let's be Here's real about it. Here's the thing though, is she does quote a book within that clip, but that entire segment is not a quote from the book. It's her stating her opinion and backing it up with evidence that she read in a book, she says. The fact that she keeps saying it's a quote is the weirdest defense ever because it wasn't a quote when you said, it's kind of like the slavery thing. You have someone on there saying some of the most heinous shit about the Holocaust being embellished and basically being fake for a lot of things. And then you're like, oh, I have something to add on to that. That wasn't like a, oh, that's similar to something I read in a book. You know what it's giving? It's giving me when I see a TikTok and like it gives some sort of information that I then share with my family and then I find out like oh that's actually misinformation that I just spread oopsie doopsie like that's literally what that is <laughs> like her source for everything is Facebook yeah and when I do it and I do do this pretty often like in my everyday life where I'll just be like oh I read somewhere and it's a TikTok or like something like that and it's just this bad habit that I have of misinforming everyone around me I was complaining recently about <laughs> not about you doing it but about um how I'll get on conspiracy theory TikTok which like 
I love a good conspiracy theory. But the people that get big doing the conspiracy theories aren't necessarily the ones that are really good at it. It's people that are just consistent and like feed the algorithm and use the right hashtag. I don't know, I'm not good at TikTok, but I will come across these people. It's so blatantly obvious that they have zero clue what they're talking about. And they are like reading like a Wikipedia article and then filming like 50 TikToks in a day. And they're just like getting the very, very surface level of conspiracy theories because there's many that I'll pass. I'm like, that's not even right. But then more alarming is that you open the comments. I actually saw one recently that was about Kanye because you know, they think he's been replaced by a clone. He said in a paparazzi video during his episode that um, if he went missing or like if he disappeared or anything, it was because like they took him. So he already planted that seed and then he married, didn't they get married? Yeah, he married that, the Yeezy designer. Have you seen any of the pictures of them? So he is wearing the weirdest shit ever. And then he's making her wear like obstructive headpieces that, so you can't see her face. His new thing is shoulder pads. Oh my God, shoulder pads, girly. That's like those football ones. Why is he so, so bulky? You know what's crazy is I saw this picture and I actually thought it was Photoshopped. So, but my point, going back to the conspiracy, the stupid conspiracy theory people, people will post this picture. I'll read the comments. It'll be like, he didn't have shoulders like that before. And I'm like, he's wearing shoulder, he's wearing shoulder pads. Wait, I'm so confused how we even got on this tangent. <laughs> What were we talking about? Pearl? How does it, wait, how do we get here? Pearl, Kanye West. Oh, people not, people not knowing what, my ADHD, <laughs> but um, <laughs> we got here because you said that Pearl doesn't, it's like watching a TikTok and then giving a report on it and pretending you know what you're talking about. Yeah. Conspiracy theory people doing that on TikTok. Oh, uh, it okay. annoys me like every day gotcha, that gotcha. people will act like they're these like voice of authority on this subject when they literally are just stupid and have absolutely no clue. Yeah. One last thing on Pearl before we leave. Did we want to see her singing? No. Oh my God. I saw these clips and honestly, they're so bad because guys, if you don't know, H3, unfortunately, unearthed some relics from the internet where Pearl used to work for like a printer company. Yeah. I was going to say, explain to me what this career situation was well, exactly. So because she used to like, I guess she was like a, I don't know what her position was at these printer copier companies, but she always knew that she was going to be a social media superstar. And she said, I, I know how to market our product. I will remake popular songs and change the lyrics to be relatable to people seeking out printers. And that's what we came across. Not to mention she fucking sucks at singing. So okay, it's but it's so funny bad. because I responded to one of Olivia's tweets about something else. And then someone responded to that and was like, she's probably still recovering from this or something and sent the picture or sent the video. And I was like, honestly, I'm not gonna lie. It's the least I've cringed at Pearl opening her mouth. You want to play it? It's so bad. We go. Um, you should call me on my work phone. Yes. <laughs> All day when you need a printer. Printer. All day when you need a printer. Can we talk about how she keeps looking off camera to read the lyrics? They're not that complicated, girl. Printer? Yeah, these songs are all tailored to whatever business she was working in. Kanika is great using R1 ring. 
We just took a DNA test, turns out we're 100% the best, even when we're going crazy, cause we do see problems, that's a human in us, bling bling, then we solve them, that's the salesman in us, coulda had one right. We got the printers in the back, scanners there attached, you can't even fax, I can help you stat, no more meter reads, no more hidden fees, just me with me, and you will see. She's a high-value female. <laughs> I, I was like, uh, all right, that's enough. I did notice one thing. I didn't watch any of it, but did you know when I went to her YouTube channel, I discovered she also has another YouTube channel? I didn't even know she was on YouTube, period. Oh, I guess her podcast, but... Wife School with Pearl. Wife? School? She's not a wife. Exactly. So I don't know if this is like she's going to school to learn how to be a wife, which like clearly it wasn't very successful. Or if it's the alternative um, of her teaching people how to be a wife, which is confusing because she seems very, very single. She has 98 videos. Pearl learns to knead bread. Pearl learns... Oh, so it's super... Oh, it's like traditional wife school. Yeah. Pearl learns how to make a 9 out of 10 steak. Pearl makes what every man wants. So yeah, she's learning how to be a submissive little wife who cooks and cleans and is a good little girl. But how funny is it that both of us immediately went to instead thinking that it was her teaching people how to be a wife when she is single? Because that is something that she, she would, would. do. <laughs> yeah, she would. Well, that is all we have for you guys today. I hope you enjoyed it. We just, you know, wanted to give you a little something, something. And um, yeah, I don't know what to say. I'm so tired. I haven't gone to uh, sleep. Me too. Um, I know. I'm so fucking to, tired. Yeah. We need to end it. But we brought you an episode, so that's worth something in this world. Sorry it just happened to subject you to more Pearl, which is probably definitely against your will, but better than um, Island Boy weens. I know. I was about to say, we're here to bring you Pearl and Island Boy information that you didn't ask for. Um, but anyway, guys, we love you. Thank you so much for being here. If you made it to the end, we appreciate you. And yeah, we'll see you on Monday. Bye. Bye. Selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com audioboom, all lowercase. 
Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.